horrifyingly horrible television, an ode to Svengoolie. I've watched enough sitcoms to know that families usually have some kind of weekly tradition. For some, it's Sunday dinner, and for others, a board game night. For as long as I can remember, my family's Saturday evenings were defined by sitting on the floor of my wood-paneled basement, eating pizza, and watching TV. What made our little ritual less Rockwell-esque was what we were watching, Svengoolie, a horror movie program broadcast locally from Chicago and hosted by a man wearing face paint and a top hat. When people say they don't watch television, shows like Svengoolie are usually the reason why. It feels cheaply made and overly campy, and it's the opposite of educational. I may have actually lost brain cells watching it. For those of you who aren't familiar, and really, why would you be? Try to imagine a combination of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Elvira. Every week, the show's host Svenguli, or Sven as his friends call him, played by a Chicago broadcasting icon, Rich Coase, represents a B-quality horror film from the 1930s to 70s, which he punctuates with fake ads and comedy bits. For over 40 years, Svenguli has graced television screens across Chicagoland, showing the best of the worst horror films for our viewing pleasure. To the average outsider, an episode of Svenguli will and should come off as strange. At the start of the show, Svenguli emerges from a coffin on his dungeon set, dressed in a red and black tux, a long black wig and goatee, skull makeup, and of course, the top hat. Sven introduces the film in his opening monologue with a brief synopsis and a few jokes, most of which are so bad that crew members off-screen throw rubber chickens at him until he retreats back into his coffin. The rubber chicken, a symbol for the comedic and self-deprecating nature of the show, is a common motif. If you were a Svenguli mega-fan, that's the tattoo you would get. As the episode goes on, a few regular characters make appearances in the skits that bookend commercial breaks. Tombstone the Floating Skull, Berwin the Rubber Chicken Puppet, and Doug Graves, a real pianist who provides music for Svenguli's song that parodies the week's film. It's a show that can only work in Chicago. Its blue-collar history and laid-back sense of humor means folks don't take anything too seriously. We may be the second city, but there's a reason so many of your favorite comedians got their start in Chicago. Though it may sound like a vaguely horror-themed fever dream with a movie in the middle, at its core, Svengoolie is a program dedicated to the preservation of underdog and underfunded horror films. Svengoolie has the broadcast rights to early horror classics, like the original Dracula, Frankenstein, and The Wolfman. These movies are the godparents of more recent creature features, such as Tremors and Mothman, and they helped spark our current fascination with vampires and zombies. When we pretend to speak like a vampire, we're imitating the original version of Count Dracula, played by Bela Lugosi, whose real accent wasn't all that far off from the one he used. And who, when they imagine Frankenstein's monster, doesn't imagine the hulking villain from the 1931 movie, with his neck bolts and micro bangs. Though, if you're loyal to Frankenstein the book and disagree with the portrayal of the movie monster, I respect your opinion. I just ask that you keep it and your fancy emo monster to yourself. From a very young age, I was familiar with Golden Age stars like Boris Karloff and Vincent Price because I had watched an unhealthy amount of Svengooli. For every movie he shows, Sven provides a brief history, which can include stories from the film's production as well as actors' biographies. 
I'll concede that calling the show the opposite of educational earlier was a bit of a misnomer. If anything, I think that I've probably recouped most of the brain cells lost to bad puns thanks to the historical information Sven sprinkles throughout the show. One of my favorite parts, the Svengoolie experience. After all, where else can you get the history of the making of the blob, ironically Steve McQueen's first starring role, as explained by a man wearing a rubber chicken necklace? I'm a fan of the strange juxtaposition between the screwball nature of Svengoolie and the quasi-dignity it gives to the films it presents. It's a bit like the Island of Misfit Toys, except Sven is the caretaker and instead of toys, it's old horror and sci-fi movies. They too deserve a spot on our cultural radar, despite their flaws. Svengoolie isn't all Dracula and Frankenstein. Sven is an equal opportunity host. Sure, he shows the classics, but he'll also show you movies that, for whatever reason, hint, they're objectively bad, didn't have as much success. The Tingler, Devil Doll, Them, are all movies that Sven treats with the same respect as his most well-known features. These B-movies feature alien creatures, usually articulated by clearly visible fishing line, as well as some of the stiffest acting you can imagine. When my family came together to watch these gems, We'd constantly imitate the actor's melodramatic delivery and shout out our own responses to the ridiculous dialogue. During the Cold War, movie makers became inspired by the Atomic Age and rolled out a bunch of sci-fi flicks featuring all kinds of giant bugs. Them is about giant ants. Tarantula is about, get this, a giant tarantula. There's even one about giant grasshoppers created in a lab experiment gone wrong called Beginning of the End. If you're thinking there's no way that Grasshopper movie can be any good, you'd be right. Watching Svengoolie requires the viewer to have a sense of humor. If It helps if you have a family like mine, where we all think we're hilarious and are happy to watch something bad just for an excuse to yell at the TV. I watched Svengoolie for the same reason I've watched all the Sharknado movies. Judge not, lest you be judged. It's so bad, it's actually good. Mystery Science Theater 3000 follows the same ethos. Its creators actually took inspiration from Svengoolie, whereas Mystery Science Theater 3000 centers around protagonists trapped in space, forced to watch terrible movies that they mock and riff on throughout the film, Svengoolie, you know, you get to do the riffing yourself. Every episode, Sven does a segment thanking his viewers for sending in fan art and letters, showing off drawings sent in by young children and professional artists alike. It's your first clue as to just how beloved Svengoolie actually is, especially among people who've lived in Chicago since the 70s, when Svengoolie got its start. Rich Coase makes appearances in commercials for TV lawyers, as well as at ribbon cuttings and at local towns' Halloween festivals. At comic and horror conventions, better-known fans like Bill Hader and Mark Hamill seem just as excited to see Svengoolie as Svengoolie is to see them. It's safe to say that the more you watch, the more Svengoolie grows on you, just like an alien parasite in one of its movies. When my family watches Svengoolie together, we're constantly talking and laughing about how ridiculous the film is. Everyone gets in some good lines, at least it seems that way to us because we're our own biggest fans. And it's a chance to forget about how seriously ridiculous the world is and to immerse ourselves in the removed ridiculousness of the show. There's also the nostalgia of it. When I picture my family together, I think of us in our basement watching Sven. 
To me, Sven feels like a funny uncle, who just happens to be wearing a costume that makes him look like a disco undertaker. Sven Gulli holds a special place in the hearts of its followers. It's a testament to Chicago's unpretentiousness and unflappable sense of humor, and for me, to time spent as a family. This year, Halloween falls on a Saturday, and Sven Gulli is showing Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. I'm back at home due to the pandemic, and I can guarantee that you'll be able to find me in my basement, sitting on the floor, eating pizza with my family, and yelling at the TV.